Yeah, I was actually recording that. <laughs> Don't you dare post it. Welcome to Friendly Faith Finder. Finding renewed faith in new friends. Thank you for tuning in tonight on my first episode of the podcast. For those of you who have been following me on my blog, thank you for continuing on on my journey. My name is Jonathan Turbush, and joining me tonight is Zen Tangle artist and Facebook troll, my ex-wife. You know her, you love her, you love to hate her, Carolina Turbush. Yay! Woohoo! So, Carolina, how are you this evening? I'm wonderful. How are you? I'm doing great. So this whole podcast thing, uh, it kind of requires you to talk into the microphone. I'm working on it. You know that whole conversation about not playing on your phone? I can do two things at once. <laughs> no, you can't. I you do can't. it all the time. Yeah? Okay. So as you... We're pr- not really doing this. We're waiting for her to get back because she's just going to open the door. And this, is actually, this is the best take that we've taken so far. But so, she's going to open the door. I don't care. <clears throat> at, this po- at this point, I don't care. This is going to be published. So, um, Carolina, what do you do? I sit on my behind and I zentangle. Mm, while trolling on Facebook. While trolling on Facebook. You can't forget that. That's you know, the best part. <clears throat> I have to applaud myself on having very accurate introductions. Um, well, now that I've said um five times and the introductions are out of the way, I would like to give a shout out to Matthew Meese, a good friend of mine from way back when that uh, gave a great donation of about half of this podcast equipment that we're using tonight. Thank you, Matthew. Thank you, Matthew. You're the best. So Matthew was inspired to give me a mixer and a mic and various other mic accessories so um that's actually what i'm talking to you all on right now so that's pretty awesome i'm very thankful for that so um what do you know about friendly faith finder carolina i know that you write it yeah Mm -hmm. that's good because i do that's awesome yeah i know that you look at all different religions and their perspectives of Certain aspects of of stuff, stuff, things. <laughs> yeah, you know how I know you know this because we've rehearsed this <laughs> like about a billion times. Twenty failed takes at this, and you know what? I'm done. So we are going to be publishing this. It's going to sound a little ridiculous. Yep, and that's okay with me. So, okay, let's just be honest here. Not a lot of people read the blog. In fact. What I was hoping to be a blog that would capture an audience of people who knew me, and I was okay with that, you know, having a limited audience of just people that I grew up with, family members, stuff like that. It turns out that the people who don't read the blog are my friends and family. So that was exciting. Um, And that includes you. You are part of that. I don't do it to be offensive. I know. I do it because I'm a lousy reader. (laughs) So, 
uh, I decided to add a podcast on. And that is for people who want to hear this banter, which is probably not going to be much more, maybe even less, than the people who are reading the blog. But, um, hey, you never know. Somebody might tune in and be like, oh, man, yeah, you should check these guys out. I'm not sure what they're talking about, but (laughs) (laughs) that's really awesome. So, so, um, I started doing this whole blog thing almost probably about two years ago. And uh, it was because I was trying to have a conversation about God to a person who was adamantly of the persuasion that there was no God. And uh, we were going back and forth. Do I know this person? Yes, you do. But we're not going to name this person. Yes. Okay. And um, I realized at that point that I didn't have a really good foundation of understanding of where this person was coming from. Like, I had heard some of the like apologetics things and I apologize for apologetics. I think that's like the biggest thing with apologetics. I apologize that that apologetics is a thing. Um, But besides that, you know, I'd heard the talking points of like different perspectives. What do atheists believe? What do Buddhists believe? What do Muslims believe? Blah, 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 blah. And so I was kind of regurgitating some of those (laughs) scare quotes facts. And I got, a lot of responses that were, you really don't know what you're talking about. And I realized, yeah, you're right. (laughs) So that was the first part. And the second part was me realizing that I knew the talking points about what I believed, but I'd never really put my beliefs to the test of, you know, what's the foundation of it? You know, we have the establishment of, you know, what the Bible says, you know, for Christianity. And other than reading the Bible and going to church every day, I didn't know the history of it. I didn't know, you know, other views of that. I didn't even know the Quran had references to um, Jesus and Abraham and various other things. And knowing that I didn't know as much as I thought I did, I started on the path of research to try and figure out, okay, what is it that other people believe? And in researching and kind of finding out about what other people believe, I started to establish a foundation of what I believe. And one of the things that I can remember is always question everything. That was uh, something that was reinforced with me with my parents, and I thought that was a very important life skill to have. Don't take everything at face value, but ultimately that's what I ended up doing um, for years of my life. So with the establishment of the blog, I decided I'm done taking everything at face value. So I started to do my research and thus friendly faith finder was born. And I had no intention of advertising it. I had no intention of doing anything except just random little blurbs about me um, and what I was discovering. But it kind of took on a life of its own and was really a cornerstone in me finding out exactly what it is that I believed. She's zoning out right now, playing some game on her phone. It's really interesting. No, I have things to say. 
I just don't want to be rude and interrupt you. So the format of this podcast is just talk. This is a conversation. Don't make me make you talk. Okay, so rewind. Okay, we're rewinding. I read part of the Quran. I downloaded it onto my phone and I was reading it and I was like, this sounds a lot like our Bible, the Holy Bible. Right. Which kind of caught me off guard and made me question a lot of things. Right. So this was also the case with me. Especially uh, the fact that it was early on in the Quran that it started making biblical references. Um, which shouldn't be that surprising, you know. You have Abraham, father of um, Ishmael, which is the father of Islam, uh, from the biblical perspective. And, um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, we have this cross-referencing, and yet a lot of Christians don't make that connection. So, yeah, it was very interesting when I started researching that. It kind of scared me. Well, it's not as scary. Not not, not in a sense of, oh my gosh, am I, am I, every, is everything that I have believed to be fake and whatever? It's just, well, I think it if, caught me off guard. I think everybody has to come to the point where they're, where they have that <laughs> come to Jesus moment, right? Where it's like. What is it that I believe? Is what I believe the truth? And how do I find that out? So I think this is a good segue to point out that um, in all the research that I do and in everything that I write about, um, I'm not a seminary student. I'm not, I don't have degrees in theology, divinity, philosophy, anything like that. I am just a curious person. So I have a crap ton of books and I read a crap ton of books. Um, those books are people who are experts in their fields that do analysis on different religious texts or discuss different subjects at different philosophies. So I'm reading everything from the Quran and the Bible, the Book of Mormon, to analysis of each of these different books from uh, fundamentalist Christians, from progressive Christians. I have analysis on... God from Richard Dawkins and various other secular humor, humanists, and it's a wide berth. So I'm putting most of the weight on the experts, and all I'm bringing to the table is my curiosity, what I want to get out of it, which is understanding different people's perspectives and highlighting different things that I think are interesting in what I read. Okay, so... You're doing all of that, but I want to ask you. You can interrupt me. It's okay. I want to ask you a question. So ask me a question. Which is what I'm doing. Good. If you would let me. I'm so proud of you. Anyway, <laughs> you're doing all this research just to see what everybody else believes. Right. So on and so forth. Uh-huh. What kind of Christian would you say you are? So, what kind of Christian? Everybody wants a title, right? Well, <clears throat> as far as you said, there's fundamentalist, and then there's... There's... So, I said fundamentalist Christian, I said progressive Christian. Um, there's a lot of different flavors. You know how you know how many... Well, I don't even know how many denominations of the church are out there, right? I mean, you've got everything from your Protestant denominations, from Baptist to Pentecostal, 
And then you have like the roots of, you know, you know, Protestant Christianity, which comes from the Catholic Church. And I know some fundamentalist Christians that'll be like, Catholicism is not Christianity, blah, 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 blah. But the definition of Christianity is somebody who believes in Jesus Christ. And, well, Catholics, that, yep, that definition fits with them. And so with Mormons and Jehovah's Witness, yada, yada, yada. So they're going to call, each of them are going to call themselves Christians. And I remember having a couple of Mormon elders over um, for a chat. And I'm like, so, you know, Mormons, Mormonism, blah, blah, blah. You know, tell me about that. And they're like, well, we consider ourselves to be Christian. I'm like, oh, really? (laughs) And so we started talking about it. And they're like, well, technically we do believe the Bible and, you know, all of that. So, yeah, we're the Church of Latter-day Saints, but we consider ourselves Christians because we believe in Christ. I'm like, oh. Well, that makes sense. That's fair. I'll take that. Um, of course, you'll have the fundamentalists coming out of the woodwork saying, no, no, you can't add on to the Bible, blah, 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 blah. We're not going to get into that. That's a different podcast episode, which we will cover. Um, I have a lot of extensive conversations with Mormons. Absolutely love my Mormon elder friends. I think they're fantastic. But uh, we will dive into the Church of Latter-day Saints at a different time. So, um, you know who I am. We've known each other for a while now, about a decade. So how would you describe me to the audience? Do you really want me to do that? No. Okay, never mind. (laughs) (laughs) Being your ex-wife and all? Well, you know. I think I know a little too much. Okay, we're going to move on. So... (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, I'm I'm opinionated, I'm stubborn, blah, blah, blah. I have a blog, so people, I guess, could assume at that point that I'm opinionated and stubborn. I don't want to be in the position where I'm not willing to have a conversation, where I'm not willing to listen to people's perspectives. That's the entire purpose of this blog. So, yes, I come from a very Christian perspective. A lot of my points are going to be based off of what I know the best, and that's going to be the Holy Bible, the Christian Bible, the one that you're going to go to a Walmart and see on the bookshelves. That's the book that I know the best. However, I will be making references to various other things that I know about other faiths as it applies. So from that, um, I guess what I really want to do with all of this is you know, apologetics in the church is, and if you're not if you're not aware of what apologetics is, it is basically the practice of being able to use talking points on some very high level points regarding different faiths or lack thereof to be able to make an argument for God. So, when you have Christian apologetics, you're making an argument for God. Or if you have creationist apologetics. You're making an argument for creation. It is basically justification for your standpoint based off of a very basic understanding of an opposing view. So a lot of times with apologetics, you get people who don't really understand what it is that the other person that you're talking to are talking about, right? Correct. So like people have chick tracks and they read the chick tract and they're on the bus. And 
people on the bus who are just kind of standing there, and you just bump into them and be like, "Here's a thousand dollar bill." Oh wait, it has what a did message. you call that? <clears throat> uh, chick track? Is it a chick track? I always call them tracked. Oh well, I think it's a brand. I'm used to a brand. So tracts. Yes, it's just like little pieces of paper that have a little biblical message. Are you going to burn in hell? If you don't want to burn in hell, say this prayer. Say this prayer, right and you'll be good. Because nobody wants to die in hell. Do you want to die? In hell? Nobody wants to die in hell. But I mean, but that's misleading. Well, it's misleading, and it's it's the idea of salvation through fear. Right, fire and brimstone. Oh well, <laughs> I guess you want to die then. Oh, you don't want to die here. Here's here's the message, and I know a lot of people who are going to say, well, a lot of people that I've met in my ministry have you know come to the Lord through something similar, and I'm not discounting the validity of you know conversion statistics with that. But again, what I'd like to stress here is this is not a this podcast and this blog is not a tool to evangelize. This is a tool to educate. So where a chick track comes from a very high attract, comes from a very high level analysis of a belief system and then tries to tear it down to be able to make a point about, in this case, Christianity. Um, what I want to do with this blog and what I want to do with this podcast is be able to tell people, hey, this is what other people believe. This isn't for people to come in and say, oh, wow, that's really interesting. I didn't know that. I think I'm going to convert to blah, blah, blah. Now, I can't stop anybody from listening to this podcast and converting to something. I mean, if that's what you do, that's what you do. I can't control that. I mean, you could be watching the daily news. It could have a story on whatever belief, practice, faith, or lack thereof, and you decide to pursue that for your life, that's not their primary purpose, and that's not my primary purpose here. Ultimately, I do want to um, just create a foundation of understanding. So if you do sit down with, like, a Hindu spiritualist, and, you know, you're like, so do you worship Hindu? It's like, <laughs> no. Um, you'll know, okay, it's polytheistic religion. It's kind of the grab bag of uh, positive vibes. You know, there are a lot of different people who talk about, um, you know, different Hindu spiritual practices and the different gods and the different things that each of the gods re represent. And what I'll do is basically sit down and go through what each of those gods represent and why people... Um, choose to believe in them and, you know, kind of how the system works. So um, ultimately, at the end of the day, it's so you can say, oh, well, hey, there's somebody walking down the street with a picture of Ganesh on their shirt. Let's have a conversation based off of my understanding of Ganesh. It's just so that you can say, hey, I took the time to understand where you're coming from. So maybe we can have a conversation about something that's interesting to me. And I think that's really what I want to establish. <clears throat> and by establishing that, be able to reduce kind of stereotypical misinformation stuff. Because, I mean, we've all done it in church, probably in Sunday school, where we had that one Sunday school teacher who was like, these people are evil, these people are bad, they'll probably eat your children or whatever for dinner and whatever, you know very scary um, 
generalities about people who you don't understand and you don't know. Well, yeah, basically, if you interact with these people, they're con- they're automatically going to convert you, right? And then you're going to die and go to hell, right? That's a so lot of what I experienced growing up in an independent, fundamental Baptist church. Right. So it's like, oh, well, I'm not going to question anything because I don't want to go to hell. I exactly. mean, it's like it's, salvation is so um, fragile at that point. Oh, well, if you want to really understand other people's perspectives, that's a slippery slope. And... Not asking questions is a slippery slope in and of itself. I know a lot of people are like, well, don't give them the satisfaction of you taking the time to ask them about what they believe. And it's like, why? You know, these are people that we work with. These are people that we're sitting on the bus next to. These are people that are going to be sitting on the table next to us at the McDonald's while we're eating a Big Mac. You know? And well, isn't that the kind thing to do? Isn't what the kind thing to do? To open up and talk to them and get to know them, it shows that you care. Right. That's the whole point. So, I mean, even if if the purpose isn't for evangelical reasons, which, you know, for a number of the people who are going to be listening to this, they're not listening to this to be able to, you know, gear up to go evangelize. In fact, I'm pretty sure most of the people who know me who are gearing up to evangelize are not going to stop at this podcast to get <laughs> to get additional information. <laughs> I wonder what Jonathan has to say on the subject. Oh, yeah, that guy. <laughs> Stay far away from him. Yeah, don't talk to he's him. He's evil. He's weird. He he weird. He wears weird t-shirts and he's antagonistic. Quite frankly, based on a lot of Christians that I know. <laughs> Yeah. New. Or new. Based off of... We're all going to hell. Well, yeah. I'm going to hell. It doesn't matter that I've received Jesus and I, as my savior and that I believe that all of that's real. Right. But because I'm not living this life that they think I should be living, I'm going to hell. Right. How can I be a Christian believing things that I believe? So, you know, I go into it in a, a few of my different blog posts, which is basically outlining, okay, you know, each uh, Christian denomination is going to have its own standards for you can do this, you can't do this. You have the Baptists who say if you're a female, you can't wear anything but a dress to church, but then you have the Pentecostals who are saying if you can't speak in tongues, then... Yeah. And that's legalism. Well, it is legalism, and that's what I'm really trying and to get I rid of. And I do not agree with the legalism. Right, and neither do I, which is partially why I'm doing this, is to say, okay, so we're going to deep dive into the Bible. We're going to deep dive into the Book of Mormon. We're going to deep dive into... All of these different texts. And what we're going to try and pull out is, yes, there's a lot of you can, you can't, you should, you shouldn't, blah, blah, blah. Um, some, of it is, some of it is archaic. And I know a lot of my Christian friends are going to be like, well, the Bible is inspired by the Spirit. And the Spirit will lead you in the understanding of the Bible. And then all my uh, skeptical atheist friends will be like, and at what point do you have instruction on where to take it literally and where to take it figuratively? 
And that's kind of where you see the fragmentation between the uh, denominations is you have some that are saying you're going to hell because of what you're wearing. Other people are going to say you're going to hell because of what you can't do or you're going to hell because of who the you're hanging out with. The music you listen to. Right. And, you know, if you were to take every... You can interrupt. It's okay. You don't have to raise your hand. <laughs> I don't want to sound rude. Oh, no. This is... You, you need to listen to more podcasts. Just interrupt. And moving on. Okay. <laughs> I forgot for a second. Okay. I knew a pastor and his family. Yeah. You couldn't listen to any music if it had drums. Mm. It had to be, like... Piano and organ only. Right, right. If you tried to listen to anything else, doesn't matter if it's contemporary Christian, right. anything like that. If it had, excuse that guy, he's a jerk and drives by every night. Yeah. Okay. So apparently, the town that I live in, nobody believes in having a muffler. Exactly. So. Anyways, back to what I was saying. Yeah. If it has anything other than a piano or an organ it's the devil is in the rhythm you can't listen to the rhythm it's of the devil right so and it's going to suck you in and it's going to pull you away from god because drums are evil right so we're we're we may <laughs> so a different blog post focuses on different things um, I, I have had a very dear family member in my life actually say the same thing to me. Um, I don't know how you can listen to the hip hop beats because the devil's in the beat. And I'm like, Oh, that's interesting. Um, and well, if people listen to the stuff that I listen to now, they're like, they would be like, you're definitely going to hell. <laughs> Probably. So because no Christ, no respectable Christian girl would listen to that. <laughs> and I'm not a lady, by the way. Well, you're wearing pants. I know. Yeah. I'm wearing pants, so I must not be a lady, and I must be going to hell because right. I listen to music with a drum beat. Yeah. Anyway, we're bunny trailing. We will. We that's w- what I do. I know, and that's fine. I'm not. I don't have a problem with it. I'm just. We're pulling it back. We're pulling it back. So, um, so I'll be talking about a lot of different things, and you know, the fact that I talk about a lot of different religions and philosophies and stuff like that i've had the question insinuated nobody has ever actually come out and said it but um i know people have been like well you know i don't need to be converted to anything or well you know i you know i'm i'm securing my own faith so you know i don't need to actually listen to your blog i think i'm okay i'm like that's fine you don't have to listen to my blog but at least you can't really listen to a blog though well true this is true. Okay. This is why you're here. <laughs> so, um, because I fixed your introduction, you know, <laughs> just admit that I am awesome. Okay. Um, thank you very much, Carolina, for keeping me on track. So, all things you're considered, welcome. all things considered, um, uh, I, I get the vibe that a lot of people are like, well, you must be universalist. And for people who don't know, universalist is universalism is a concept where all religions, all faiths, um, from all people point 
to the same place, went to the same God, and that all paths lead to heaven, right? All paths lead to God. All paths lead to heaven. It doesn't matter what you believe, as long as you believe, and that belief is what gets you to the next step. Um, to me, that doesn't make any <clears throat> sense at all. Well, <laughs> yeah, I mean... I mean, I can see how people can view that. Right. And believe that. Well, that's... personally... Right. I, I mean, don't think it makes sense. So me personally, I, I subscribe to the John 3.16 method. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. And King James Version. Is that? That is because I you know, totally thought you were going to do the NIV version. Really? I, I guess that's the version that just stuck with me. And, um, yeah, no, I'm so, you know, like I've stated, I'm a Christian. That is my foundation. I'm not universalist in the concept that all paths lead to God. However, I am probably going to be discussing a lot of different um, discussions on, you know, similarities between faiths. I mean, there are universal things that are, you know, people who are Buddhist, people who are, you know, of all different walks of life practice that's not exclusive to Christianity, that's not exclusive to any particular belief system. It's just something that each belief system has kind of adopted. So those are things we will talk about universal things just again. And we'll even talk about universalism. But from my personal uh, perspective, I am not a universalist. So I'm just establishing that for the people who are very curious about that. Um, but uh, we will discuss that in more detail moving forward. <clears throat> So, all of that being said, um, I'm very, I'm talking very faith based right now. So, I'm talking about deities. I'm talking about religion. I'm talking about um, faith. And now, are you gonna basically go off of that into other um, topics? Yes. As not strictly just this faith, faith, this faith, this faith. Right. It's gonna be other topics. It's what. I cannot no, I speak to No, I know what you're saying. Though. Any other topics other than religion? Right. But possibly with religion some like Well, yeah. somewhat mixed in. Some of it are going to be social issues. Um I, you know, if you've read the blog, you know that I'm a LGBT activist. Um I believe in marriage equality. I know that that's going to I know that has You're going to hell for that. Well, probably. Um <laughs> actually I'm not. Um, no, no, I'm not because I am right there with you on that one. <laughs> right. Well, you're, you're also not the key to heaven. I'm just going to put that out there, but you're right. I'm not going to hell for that. Just not because we agree on that subject. I'm just saying that I agree with you. <laughs> anyway, sorry. I'm just messing with you. So, um, yeah, no, we're going to, I'm giving you a look. Yes, you are. It's very angry. Um, so yeah, we're going to tie in some social subjects. We're going to tie in some activist subjects. We're going to talk about, um, issues in the church and even fragmentation within, uh, religions. And you're going to see that a lot, especially in the news today. I mean, with the information age and, you know, Twitter, Facebook, all of this stuff is going instant. Um, 
these things are they're hot button topics and you know something applies to kind of what i'm trying to capture in the subject matter yeah we're going to talk about it but more than that it's not just going to be faith-based um you know there's a lot of people out there you've got anti-theists you've got atheists you've got agnostics these people have valid points too and i know from a religious standpoint it's like war against the skeptics you know skeptics don't have a voice in this skeptics are denying the supernatural realm they won't even try and prove blah 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 blah. really what we what i want to accomplish here is give everybody equal footing give everybody a medium to be able to discuss what they believe and that includes the lack of belief you know a lot of people just aren't willing to take that step to have faith in a deity that is for the most part intangible in this reality so what we would call you know touch taste um you know your five senses to be able to validate did you forget what those were because you said touch taste uh your five senses yeah but rather than sit there and go uh, i'm just gonna move on <laughs> touch yes touch taste. sight smell tastes hearing I, I have to point at the various parts of my body to remember <laughs> the things, but yeah, and I'm I'm and I'm going to be having a very serious discussion about religion and skepticism. Um, no, I do want to give skeptics an equal footing and an equal opportunity to have a conversation in this medium, because they are just as valid an argument as anybody else, in my personal opinion. Because all they're trying to do is say, hey, you know, we haven't been able to substantiate a deity. So rather than spend our time focusing on, you know, the thousands of different faiths based off of a deity, we're going to choose not to believe in a deity and continue on in our lives. And some skeptics are science based and some skeptics are mystical spiritualist base and some skeptics just don't even want to think about it and you know a lot of us like to kind of lump them into a anti-theist richard dawkins you know scientific based um atheist apologetics kind of platform and that's not all atheists you know there's a lot of atheists who have different standpoints um some of my favorite uh atheists that i actually listen to on a regular basis the friendly atheist and then the thinking atheist um and uh the armored skeptic i absolutely love all three of those podcasts slash youtube channels and i i appreciate their perspectives because they they talk from a very skeptical standpoint but they're not disrespectful completely i would put the armored skeptic as probably more controversial than the other two but that's okay he, he makes me laugh i kind of like him um, is there anything that you believe that I do not? Probably. Like what? I don't know off the top of my head. Well, if you think of something, will you invite me back on your podcast? <laughs> sure. Yeah, we'll talk about it then. Um, so, yes, I am I am a social activist. I am going to give um, skeptics an equal footing on this, just like anybody else of any faith would have equal footing in this conversation. So, I guess the other stuff that we can talk about, let's see, my credentials. I am uh, 
an IT guy for 13 years, that does not qualify qualify me to do any of this. Um, I have also been doing IT audit for four years. That also does not qualify me to do any of this except for thinking critically. Um, auditing skills are very good at uh, creating a critical thinking space. Um, other than that, uh, I am a ordained Dudist priest. You know what a Dudist priest is? Yes, you explained it to me once. Yeah. So the Church of the Latter-day Dude. They. Uh, I think I'm going to become one. <laughs> anybody can. I know that. You click the, I want to become one. Yeah, you click the button. You check the box and boom, you're a Dudist priest. Um, if you need more information on that i will put a link below in the podcast details uh to the church of the latter-day dude dudism.com and uh you can check it out for yourselves but uh it's basically an ordination based off of the principles of um the dude on the big lebowski and i love that movie so that's that's what happened that's how we that's how we do <laughs> So I invite anybody who listens to this who has any issues or any of the episodes moving forward or reads anything on the blog and has any issues with what I say, you, talk to me about it. You know, you can text me, you can instant message me, you can comment on the uh, podcast on SoundCloud, you can comment on my Facebook, you can tweet me, whatever. We've got all the social media bases covered. If you have an issue, talk to me about it. Um, I will... Um, exercise um my own filter so if you come to me with a question respectfully i will respectfully respond to you now if somebody contacts you about a certain topic or religion and they would like to be on your podcast can they contact you for that as well yes anybody is welcome to participate on the podcast, um, even if I'm not geographically near you, um, we can set up a Skype or Hangout or something like that and uh, record um, the participation on the podcast. Um, I would like to do some of the snapshots, and I don't actually think I've talked about the snapshots yet. Um, what the blog actually established um, early, early on, and one of the things that I really wanted to highlight is uh, beliefs based off of a personal perspective. So um, we create, well, I created an opportunity, basically like a questionnaire, where people could answer questions um, about what they believed, and I would wordsmith it into a small essay, and that would give a snapshot of their faith or their belief system or their philosophy, and people could read their take on their belief system from a very personal perspective. Because I think that's a big thing with um, belief systems is you may have a foundational um, text or philosophy or something like that that you build your beliefs on, but your beliefs are very customized to you. Your beliefs are your own. So I figured the snapshot would be a great method to capture the personal experience of a belief system. So um, I would like to do some of those on the uh, podcast, but I have several collected on the blog that you can check out. And there's also a link 
um, at the top of the blog that says submit a snapshot where if you do not want to be um, interviewed um, either on the phone or for the podcast, you can actually submit the information on this questionnaire. It'll email me the information back and then we'll get it all polished up and ready for publishing on the blog. So um, that's pretty much it. That's kind of what uh, that's kind of where I'm going with all of this. What do you think? I think the podcast will be a lot more interesting than reading. <laughs> Let's hope so. I guess we'll find out what people think of this episode. Um, they will love it because I am awesome in my awkwardness. Mm-hmm. Yep. As she goes back and starts playing her uh, smartphone game. Anyway, um, I would like to say thank you to my special guest, Carolina Turbush. Thank you so much for being on the podcast with me. Um, I really wanted to get it published in July. It is July 27th as of right now. And uh, thank you for actually being willing to participate with this. I really appreciate it. I only had to beg you a little bit. Whatever. You didn't have to beg me for anything. You didn't want me on your podcast. Oh, whatever. (laughs) Because I don't know what you just random like verbal bleh. <laughs> well, that's what I do. Yeah, that's what makes me so awesome. Um, again, thanks to Matthew Meese for donating a significant part of the podcast equipment. Um, again, without your donation, none of this would have been happening. Um, I would like to thank the Wandering Woods for providing the theme music for the intro and outro for uh, Friendly Faithfinder. Um, the show's producer is Judah Turbush. I'm Jonathan Turbush, and thanks for tuning in to the Friendly Faith Finder podcast. Thank you, and have a wonderful evening. Bye! Or day, whenever you listen to this. Bye.